0: Psalm eleven three, If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? This concludes the first section of Psalm 11. And that section is about the calamity of the wicked, or calamity from the wicked. And when we saw David proclaim that his refuge is in Yahweh, and then we have this um, kind of diatribe by the wicked people that are saying to his soul flee consider how the wicked have surrounded you they'll they'll, they'll cause terror upon you destroy you and now finally well, this, this question if the foundations are destroyed what can the righteous do or uh, even even more strongly would be for the foundations will be thrown down what can the righteous do and I think in this verse, the primary question we want to ask are: What are these foundations? What are the foundations that could be thrown down or uh, will be thrown down? And it's uh, not a not a, a, a slam dunk case here, but Shatta kind of means. Uh, the foundation of a society. So, uh, if, if, the, if what we count on, if what we rely on falls, then what are we going to do? And that forces us to ask the question, what do we rely on? What are we counting on when the chips are down? What are we counting on when the wicked come upon us? And David has answered that question. He's already answered the question by saying, you know, I uh, my refuge is in Yahweh. My refuge is in the Lord. But what these wicked people are poking at is those who have foundations in other places. I think Charles Spurgeon does well to draw out the two places that we might be putting our foundation. One, we could be putting our foundation upon God's oath and promise. And if those went away, then yes, it's a legitimate question. What can the righteous do? If God's promise to redeem a people for himself, to draw them to himself, to make them... uh, to to make them righteous by faith if God's promise goes away then yeah we have a serious problem what can the righteous do nothing if God's oath and promise are gone then we have nothing to count on the fact of the matter is that that's not gonna happen the fact of the matter is God's oath and promise are secure so The second place we might put our trust, our foundation, is in earthly things. And Spurgeon writes this, If all earthly things fail and the very state fall to pieces, what can we do? We can suffer joyfully, hope cheerfully, wait patiently, pray earnestly, believe confidently, and triumph finally. Having a foundation in uh, earthly things is not necessarily a bad thing, but having the only foundations of our lives, of our society, be upon earthly things, then yes, when calamity comes, we are in trouble. But if it's not the foundation, but it's only a foundation, if it's something that we enjoy and seek to improve as as citizens of this earth who are sojourning and seeking the well-being of this earth while we await our heavenly home, if as sojourners we do put some stock in the foundations of society, then when those things fail, we still have Yahweh, our true and lasting foundation. And so our prayer from Psalm 11 verse 3 is that this accusation from the wicked would not have any bearing on us because we do not count on the foundations of society. So, oh Lord God, we put our foundation on you, your character, your oath, your promise. So when the storms of life come, we have a solid rock on which to stand. We don't build our foundation upon the... uh, Tenet, major tenets or uh, reliable pieces of our society, because that is shifting sand. And so, God, we do seek to improve this earth as we sojourn upon it. But, oh God, our refuge is in God and God alone. So, would you help our focus and our priority to stay upon you? In Christ's name I ask. Amen. And that is Psalm 11, verse 3.